I'm Logan Crawford, and right now on Spotlight, we're speaking with Dr. Robert L. Wilson, Jr. He is a doctor of strategic leadership. He's exploring the potency of language in wellness through his groundbreaking book, Words That Create Wellness. Using affirmations and affirmations, the book underscores the notion that our spoken words wield power, especially when it comes to our own well-being. We are delighted to have the doctor join us here today in the spotlight. Thank the folks at Atticus Publishing for helping us put him in the spotlight today. And we ask viewers like you to support writers like him by subscribing to our channel. Doctor, thank you so much for being our guest today. Thank you, Logan. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure and honor to be here. Pleasure and honor is all mine, sir. Loved your book. I used to teach interpersonal communications, and I used to always say to people when they're going for a job interview or even if it's a big date, don't psych yourself out, psych yourself up. The conversation we're having up here is vital, correct? Correct. Uh, and I'm, I'm glad you shared that. One of the, the big reasons I, I even wrote the book was to really capture what you said to empower people. But in order to empower someone, you first got to recognize that you have power. And that was part of the reason of writing the book. Absolutely. Absolutely. Tell your fo tell the folks at home a little bit about the book, how it works to help them empower their lives. Okay. So in writing the book, one of the things that I really wanted to do is to share ways to help people, to educate, to enlighten on how people can take, take control and create wellness. The perspective is more, instead of achieving wellness, you actually have the ability to create it. And you create it through the power of your words, both affirmations, which many people are aware of, but most folks are not aware of affirmation, which even though we do it all the time, an affirmation is you using in question form a way to kind of program your program your mind, if you will, to start answering the questions. So, but most people do it negatively, such as um, why is this always happening to me? Why can't I get ahead? And, and so what happens is your brain starts figuring out ways to reinforce the negative instead of the positive. Exactly. And that negative contagion is so strong. I always tell people, you know, people I'm mentoring uh, to be aware of the naysayers at work. Oh, this place is awful. These bosses don't know what they're doing. This organization is nonsense. We're going to be out of business before long. Once you fill your head with that negative energy, those negative thoughts, you're disempowered. Correct. And yeah. so what the, the book is really about is helping people to realize that they do have power. The power is in your choices and the choices are in your words. Your words release the power that you have, but it also creates it. And so that's what wellness was about. I also wanted to change the conversation about wellness. Most folks talk about wellness from a physical point of view or a physical dimension. That's one of the reasons why I use the eight dimensions of wellness. I wanted people to realize that wellness is more holistic, even though we talk about it in the book dimensionally, just to help people really capture the essence of how to use it, how to create uh, the image and the desires they actually want in their life, as opposed to the, the desires that they don't want. Exactly. If you wake up in the morning and you say, oh, I'm so tired, I don't feel like doing this, you know, you're not going to get up, you're not going to exercise, you're not going to have that protein shake instead of the donut or whatever it is. You really have to realize what you put in here is as important as what you put in your stomach. 
uh, that you're fueling your life with your words. Tell us a little bit about those eight steps you mentioned when you were talking before. So when we talk about the eight dimensions of wellness, you have, have spiritual, you have intellectual, you have emotional, you have uh, financial, you have physical, social, occupational, and environmental. And they're all interconnected and interrelated. And what typically happens is folks think wellness is only a physical thing, but finances can impact your physical well-being, your emotional state, uh, like you mentioned a while ago about the energy you put out. Um, spiritual, and not necessarily meaning religious, but being a, a, a creator, right? Mm -hmm. And understanding the power you have and not minimizing your ability to actually live the life that you choose. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize that they're constantly having a conversation with themselves. And that conversation is either the most empowering or disempowering conversation you'll have all day. Right. So the dialogue is already happening. What I want to do in this book is to raise an awareness, build literacy um, and to empower folks to recognize and be more intentional and strategic on changing the trajectory of their life and their wellness and what wellness also what wellness looks like for them. Uh, many times we have a, a definition of wellness given to us by someone other than ourselves. And so what I wanted folks to recognize as they read this book uh, is to one, think, to pause, to reflect, to be mindful of who they are, who they can be, and how they actually create uh, this level or degree of wellness. Give us some examples of how changing your inner dialogue and spoken words can transform someone on their wellness journey. Okay, so say, for instance, someone wanted to change uh, their financial state. Um, and they're at a job that maybe they don't like and they feel like they're just kind of making ends meet. One of the ways that they can actually change that is to, to actually use their imagination and think about what would be an ideal situation. Instead of lack financially, instead of bills and debt, um, what happens if you start talking from the place of I'm abundant, I'm wealthy, I'm successful? Now, it's not just those words that matter. The book also talks about attaching positive emotions to it. Mm -hmm. So basically, the more you can kind of get in the feeling of it, the more that it can be, become real to you, because what happens is things are created twice, first on the inside, then on the outside. Most people are trying to change the outside, but never changing the inside. And the book dives into helping people to recognize wellness from the inside out, as opposed to wellness on the outside in. Absolutely. This is great advice, invaluable advice. People sabotage their own lives and they don't realize it. Tell me a little bit about your journey, how you got to know all of this stuff, how you became an expert in this field. Well, uh, my background is in, I do training, I do consultant work. Um, I do work in wellness, started out working in mental health. Um, and so with a lot of the work that I do, I help leaders, I help organizations use uh, wellness as a foundational tool to build communication, to build con to uh, help with conflict resolution. And so on my journey, I wanted to start making changes in my life as well. And what I realized was a lot of times I didn't feel like I had the ability. I felt like situations and circumstances dictated to me what wellness looked like for me. And then the aha moment or the light bulb, if you will, started to kind of... Uh, 
go off. And what I recognized was one, I had more power than I realized and that the power lied within my words consistently and with power and with um, intentionality, right? I wanted to be more intentional in what I said about myself. I wanted to be more strategic. And then I also started realizing that wellness was not something I necessarily achieved. It was created. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And it starts in your mind. Um, and you can, like I said, psych yourself out or psych yourself up. You can focus on the little aches and pains. You can focus on what you don't have rather than what you do have. Choosing your focus is so important, don't you think? Very much so. And so one of the the, the foundations of the book is I use the self-determination theory, and I also use the transfer of learning theory. The self-determination theory is how are you motivated internally and externally? Most people may not recognize how they're motivated. So the, the goal of the book is to help you to recognize how you're motivated. And then the transfer of learning is how does it apply to other areas, like each dimension? What it looks like physically may look different for me socially, but the information that I'm using in one area can actually tr uh, translate into other areas for even though it's a dimensional perspective that we break it down in the book, and that's really for digestibility, but actually it's a holistic view of wellness in your life and the overall quality of your life. Absolutely. Great advice. Let's say there's somebody out there watching and you know they're a little down on life right now. They feel like they're not getting anywhere in their job. They're tired all the time. The kids want too much. Where do you start? I think buying your book is a great start because it'll help them as a guide on the journey. But if you were talking to them one-on-one, -on -one, what would you say to this person who comes to you who's kind of a sorry Sam? I would first actually pause for a moment and ask them, what do you want? And initially, folks would try to answer that super quick. But when you actually think about it, it starts causing you to reflect on not necessarily what you don't want. Because people are quick to tell you what they don't want. It shifts the, the gears to go, what do I want? What do I want to be? What do I want to do? And what do I want to have? And that's one of the, the, the focuses of the book. It helps guide you through this process because wellness is a journey from the inside out. Hmm. It's not a destination. Exactly. Yeah. What you have up here dictates what will happen throughout your body and what will happen throughout your life for sure. What was it like writing this book for you? It was really fun. Uh, one of the stories behind the book is that my wife and my, I have four daughters. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that came up was we did a rice experiment, which we spoke to rice on uh, one occasion. We spoke to rice only positive. Another occasion rice only negative. And then the third, we didn't speak to it at all. What we found was the transformation of the rice. Mm -hmm. And so what really became intriguing to me was if I can do this with rice or an experiment with my family, what happens if I can empower other people throughout the world to recognize their ability and their power and how to do it? Because I think the process becomes important and wellness um, is, is a, again, it's a process. Even the definition that we use is it's a process in which you become aware of your choices and your ability to choose, which empowers you to actually be able to do the things that you actually say you want to do. Exactly. Before we leave you today, I want you to 
show the audience or tell the audience one more time the difference between an affirmation and an affirmation. An affirmation is something like, I can do this, I've got this, no problem. An affirmation is more of a questioning process. Tell me about that a little bit once again. Right, so affirmation is a, pow a, a, a powerful, positive present tense. Like you said, I'm successful, I am happy. But affirmations is a positive because it can affirmations and affirmations can both be positive or negative. Mm -hmm. So you have to be intentional. But an affirmation is a, a question form asking yourself, which causes your mind and your brain to actually start reinforcing what the question is. It's kind of like you're a computer. Right. And you get a chance to kind of Google. Right. If you will, the answers. So, for instance, a lot of people might say, why is this always happening to me? Well, it might not be always, it might be sometimes, but because you're saying, why is this always happening to me? What initially happens is your mind starts focusing on all the reasons that it is. What you're not recognizing is now you're reinforcing through your affirmations, the wellness or the, the degree of wellness that you have or you don't have within your life. Absolutely, absolutely. Gotta keep in mind, if you deal with the public, for example, you'll meet 19 people who are wonderful, one person who's a jerk. Don't let that one jerk stand in your way. Dr. Robert L. Wilson Jr., he is a doctor of strategic leader, uh, leadership, rather, and he has written a wonderful book that will change your life by changing the way you think and changing and reprogramming the conversation you have in your head. We were talking a little bit about computers. There's a saying about computers, garbage in, garbage out. It's called Geigo. You don't want garbage going up here. You want good, strong, positive words. Great way to start is by reading this book. Lots of positivity in there. It is called Words That Create Wellness Using Affirmations and Affirmations. Doctor, thank you so much for joining us here today on Spotlight. Thank you very much. Pleasure is all mine. To the folks at home, I'm Logan Crawford, thanking you for your time this time. Until next time on Spotlight.